Hello and welcome to Radio IAGP, episode 030, episode 30. Thanks for tuning in for so long. Um, it's been really nice doing this podcast. I'm not ending it or anything, but I saw that it was episode 30. And, you know, it's this is probably the longest I've ever stuck with something. I've tried doing podcasts in the past that were themed around, like TV shows, like rewatching stuff, or I've talked about how I've wanted to do the Flash rewatch podcast, and, you know, I've done stuff on Implausibly Average with the YouTube and the Twitch streaming and stuff, like tackling all of Pokemon was something that I wanted to do, where we play every mainline Pokemon game, and played as Nuzlocks and randomizers and all this stuff, and we hit Crystal, and the state of the world happened and I haven't been wanting to get back into streaming in a while so that's been put on the wayside you know I did Gentle Carnage the beamng.drive series where I was busting up cars set to very gentle royalty-free music that I pay a subscription to and that was fun and I stopped it after 10 episodes like came to a conclusion but stopped it still and you know I was doing my losers bracket stuff and you know beat the bot stopped because I was doing losers bracket stuff. Um, and you know, there's just a lot of things that I've started and stopped with implausibly average, but I'm really excited that this is something that's been going on for 30 weeks now, you know, every Monday putting out an episode and it's really fun. I really appreciate when y'all send in your questions. I really appreciate that you listen at all you know it's it's cool and it's really fun to record this thing i really enjoy it um this isn't a huge milestone or anything it's just something to think about that this has been going on for 30 episodes it's one of the longest series on implausibly average currently and i just think that's neat you know i just think it's cool that we've been doing this for so long and that we'll, we'll continue to do this for as long as i can keep it up you know like this is a fun thing. I have fun recording this every week, and I hope you have fun listening to it. And I hope you send in your questions, because you can send those in to radioiagp at gmail.com. Our first one comes in from Brian. Brian emails us in saying, Hi, I'm Brian. My friend, world-famous internet-renowned intergalactic superstar Matt Calder, star of twitch.tv slash Matt Calder fame, urged me to send in this question. Which masked knight of Gotham Knights are you? I know only a little about them. There's a lady that's not Batman. There's a punchline of jokes on Twitter. There's the guy who was good in Injustice. And then there's the guy I never played as in past games because I didn't get the pre-order bonus to play as him. Or was he DLC in the season pass? I forget. Regardless, a genius like yourself can help a plib like me understand, I hope. Thanks. Love your work, Brian. Thank you so much for the email, Brian. Uh, this started on Twitter because I was watching that Gotham Knights trailer, and it looks pretty neat. I don't know that you would consider the Shadow of War games character action games. I don't know what you would call them. Action RPGs, maybe. But that Gotham Knights trailer looked cool, and I said so on Twitter. I didn't realize that it was a multiplayer game, so two friends of Implausibly Average and friends of me, Brian and Matt, got in my mentions talking about how we should all play, and I mentioned that they can call upon their in-real-life wrestling mask-wearing friend to play as a masked character in a video game, and that's just cool. The world is neat, I think is what I said. So which masked knight of Gotham Knights are you? Hmm. I don't know that there's any one of them that I relate to strongly or think that 
I could be. However, I do want to main Batgirl. I think she looks cool. Her design is awesome. Love the purple and the yellow. Um, just a real good look and really cool character in general that I would love to play as, you know? And also just any of them. I bet they're all going to play a little bit differently, not entirely similar, each of them, but I bet that there's something there. Of all the DC fandom games that I know of, which is Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, um, I think Gotham Knights just seems more interesting to me, you know? I'm not... The Suicide Squad, the main thing with Suicide Squad, at least with that game, is that you're going after the Justice League. The heroes have turned bad, and you have to beat them up or something. And that's just not interesting to me, you know? I don't think it's necessarily overdone, but considering considering that we haven't even seen a good Superman game, like a good, not just like good character, but like we have not been able to play as the character since, I don't know, that Infinite Crisis MOBA, I think maybe was the last time. And that only lasted for like a couple months in what, 2016, something like that. And I guess before that, it might've been Superman Returns game. I could count the fighting games, but those don't really, those are just like not great. Uh, I've said this before, but I'm not a big fan of the Mortal Kombat style fighting games. And I think that the characterization of Superman in those sucks and is not good. So I don't really care for them. And I don't consider those to be games where you play as good games where you play as Superman. So I don't know. It just seems really weird to have a game where you play as the bad guys and you're trying to, you know, kill the Justice League or do whatever you end up actually doing to the Justice League in that game. And the first glimpse you see of Superman in a Rocksteady game. And, you know, there's been rumors forever that Rocksteady was working on a Superman game and that it was going to rule because Rocksteady made a good Batman game. And before Rocksteady, those were few and far between, you know, good Batman games where you felt like Batman as opposed to Batman was just a skin with no, like a skin to a game that already exists. Like a Batman platformer probably doesn't feel like a good Batman game. It probably just feels like a platformer that Batman is included in. If you like Injustice, Injustice is just a good fighting game that Batman happens to be in, but it's not based around him. You know what I mean? So to see Superman be evil and kill a dude in that trailer, it just feels weird. And like not the kind of game that I would want from Rocksteady, you know? I do like that, even though it seems to be developed around the idea that you are going to be playing multiplayer and with other people, you can play single player, which seems really nice. and like something I would definitely want to do. But Gotham Knights at least seems more interesting, you know? I, it's cool that the Suicide Squad game is a continuation of storylines in the universe established in the Arkham series of games. But I don't know. There's something that just looks different and more appealing generally about the world of Gotham Knights compared to that Suicide Squad game. And you see a little bit of gameplay in that Gotham Knights game. And it looks a little character action-y, you know? I don't think it's like fully character action it's not like a bayonetta or a devil may cry but i would bet you have a combo meter and i bet that the combat would be really fluid and really fun and that there's cool things you can do as each character and hopefully there's some aspect of investigating mysteries and doing cool detective work because you know you're playing as batgirl nightwing robin or red hood i believe and those characters are cool all of them are cool, and all of them are trained by Batman, so you should get some Batman-ish 
things happening in that game, even if you're not playing as Batman. But again, we'll see. I don't necessarily trust any game coming out about superheroes currently to have fun being a superhero game and have fun being a a game that's focused on being a good guy, doing good guy things in a world. I don't know. Just a worry I have. Anyways, I'm going to be maining Batgirl, so who knows. All right, our next email comes in from Anonymous, who says, Have you ever tried to make your own games? If you did, would you make more? Thanks, Anonymous. Thank you very much, Anonymous, for the email. I don't remember if I've talked about this on the podcast before. Maybe I have, but I just don't remember. But I have messed around trying to make things in RPG Maker the most. I thought about making an RPG uh, inspired by The World Ends With You a little bit and inspired a little bit by things like Joseph's Bizarre Adventure and stuff and just general turn-based RPGs that I like playing on top of that and a love of seeing the numbers go up. I don't know. Something about that is like kind of the most appealing about some RPGs is that, you know, sometimes you're there for the story and sometimes you're there because turn-based combat is kind of fun and seeing the numbers go up is also kind of fun. So I was putting something together, something small, like a little prototype, and I got decently far in there, but I just lost motivation, you know? It was a project I was doing before Implausibly Average started, and it kind of just fell to the wayside once I realized, like, I just wasn't having as much fun messing around with that as I wanted, if that makes sense. And I wasn't seeing a finalized game. Not necessarily like, oh, it wasn't just done in a week. But, like, I wasn't sure what a final product looked like, even as a prototype or anything like that. So I I stopped messing around with it. And every once in a while, I reinstall RPG Maker and I mess around with the tools and stuff. And it's fun to do that, but I don't know. I would love to make a video game. There's a handful of video games I'd love to make, like genres. Like, I'd love to make a fighting game. I think that would be really fun. I just don't think that there are tools that exist for me, specifically, like... There are no tools that I could potentially wrap my head around and mess around with. Um, I think RPG Maker is a little too complex for me. I know that there's tons of guides and there's tons of things that I could look into to kind of make that experience a little bit better for me, but just something about it, you know? It's just a little just a little too difficult and a little too dense for me to get my head around. So I think, I think I'd love to make a video game. I'd love to have a game made because, you know, I'm... You see me, I am doing implausibly average stuff. I'm doing, you know, videos, I'm doing podcasts, I'm doing all this stuff. So I don't have a problem creating or a problem finding a creative outlet, but it's a matter of finding the tools for me, you know? Like, once I find a good set of tools, I think the game portion of making a game will come a little bit easier. But as it stands right now, I don't think the tools are there enough for someone like me to, like, really wrap my head around and really produce something that I want to produce, if that makes sense. There are more and better tools coming out every day, though. Like, I've messed around with GB Studio, which is a a visual-based Game Boy, original Game Boy game maker. And it's mostly geared around making top-down, like, adventure RPG-style games, like a, like a Link's Awakening. I think you could make in a Game Boy Studio. Pokemon, not so much. And... I think it'd be cool to make my own knockoff Pokemon game. Um, I was really, really bummed that I got a PC after that Pokemon tool for RPG Maker, whichever RPG Maker, 
seemed to have disappeared from the internet, and I bet I could find it, but not as trivial, trivially as I could have before, so I'm just less interested in it, but that would have been really cool. That would have been really fun to make a fake Pokemon-ish style game, my own take on the on our, making a region and making an Elite Four, making gyms, stuff like that. I think that would have been really cool. Our next email comes in from Alice. Alice says, first time, long time. Here's a hypothetical for you. You're given the budget and resources to make any kind of video game you want. The catch is you have to put in microtransactions. How do you apply the microtransactions to the game? Thanks, Alice. I think I would do a card game where it's trivial to get in-game currency to buy booster packs, but you can use premium currency to buy like cosmetically different versions of those same booster packs. So let's say, let's take for example, it's Magic the Gathering, right? So the game is based around beating people in bot matches. Maybe you can play online later, but it's mostly geared around you are your character, you're a player character, you're investigating a small town or small place, and you are going around and dueling, battling, whatever, other players of this game. And whenever you win, you get coins, and the coins increase based on if you win or not. You'll get some coins no matter what. But if you win, you get more coins, and then turns, combos, things like that, that the game can kind of track, you get more coins for that. You take those coins to an in-game shop that will sell you booster packs. Maybe they'll have like rotating singles every hour or so or whatever and you can build your deck that way. You could also buy cosmetically different decks. So let's say it's booster pack A, and then there's booster pack A, B, let's say. And A, B has all the same cards mechanically as booster pack A, but A, B's cards look different. So it's all variant art or, you know, digital approximations of foil arts or whatever. I think that would be really interesting. I think it'd be fun to do that. And then you could buy those cosmetically enhanced booster packs with in-game currency. It would, or with in-game earned currency, it would just cost a little bit more than buying a regular pack. Or you could spend real game, real world money to buy some currency that'll get you those packs. And I would have it so maybe even it's there's no distinction between maybe there isn't even a, a real world or in. Yeah, a real world to in-game currency. There isn't like a division between like gems and coins or whatever. Maybe the packs are just labeled. It's like, hey, 99 cents if you want a pack of these cosmetically different cards. Otherwise, whatever. Otherwise, just use your in-game coins. You're getting tons of them. But I think that would make the most sense. I think gating off mechanics through microtransactions sucks. But gating off gameplay unimportant cosmetics, I think is totally fine. I think using that to be your microtransactions okay. It's the same thing I have with like Magic the Gathering, you know. I don't mind paying like a couple bucks for a single card, you know. And I don't mind paying a couple bucks to get a booster pack. What I do mind is, is when cards are double digit, triple digit, you know, quadruple digit for a single card, let alone a whole playset, if that's something I would need, you know. Like having the mechanics locked away in that way is really frustrating, but... The cosmetics, whatever, I don't care. I don't want a foil card of Magic the Gathering. Foil cards in Magic suck. Like, they they curl, they look bad. It's not good. Like, 
I think I may have talked about this here or not. Maybe I haven't, but I got a bundle, a Core 2021 bundle. It's physical cards. It comes with 10 booster packs, a bunch of land, um, a bunch of foil cards, and like one or two like cards specific to that bundle, right? All the foil cards that I opened up, and these were sealed tight in, in a package, like they were, these foil cards were wrapped separately from the regular cards that you get that aren't part of the boosters. And I opened up the foil cards. I set them to the side. I opened up the non-foil cards. I set them to the side. And then I like stacked them up as I was getting ready to open all these booster packs. And all of those foil cards were noticeably bent and noticeably curled. And there wasn't any damage done to the box. Everything was fine. It's just that foil magic cards suck and they curl so bad. And you can just tell looking where the foil cards are in my little collection of, you know, core 21, core 2021 deck uh, cards. Like, it's frustrating. But with the digital game, you don't have to worry about that, you know? You can pay for those cosmetics, and they're outside of, like, personal preference, right? Like, they're not deteriorating in any way. There's no equivalent of opening up a booster pack of magic and getting a foil card that's already curled really bad in a digital game there's no equivalent there and i think that the money proposition is better you know so if i had to put microtransactions in a game that's how i would do it something where you can access every mechanic easily and trivially through just playing the game if you want some different cosmetics then you can either non-trivially get it through the game or you can cheaply get it through the game for real world real world money Anyways, I think that'll do it for this episode of Radio IAGP. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for sending in questions. If you have any questions, you can send them into radioiagp at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at implausiblyj. You can follow the Implausibly Average Twitter at implausiblya. You can go to our YouTube. Just search Implausibly Average in YouTube. You should find us. This week, I have a pilot of a series going up. I'm calling it a Crystal Casual Bingo, I think, where... I take those randomizer speedrun bingo sheets and I apply it to a randomized Nuzlocke run. Should be a lot of fun. We have a pilot going up this Wednesday, August 26th, I think. Yeah, August 26th, 2020. You should see that there. And then, oh, that's considering what I talked about at the beginning of this episode, the series Gentle Carnage comes back. Uh, so if you want to see some cars thrown at each other in bmng.drive with some gentle music behind it no commentary then i've got you covered for another 10 episodes i'm going to be putting those out every week and that's it i will see y'all next time thank you so much for listening thank you for sending in questions later Not bad.